What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 24 of the Whatnots Review Show, where each week we have a new story to talk about, and it could be a comic book, it can be a movie, a TV show, who knows. We read it, we watch it, we do what we gotta do, we come back here and talk about it. My name is Kyle Springer, and joining me, returning after two weeks, (laughs) gone, Melissa Wilkinson, how are you? I'm good, Kyle. Dude, we're reunited, and it feels so good, just like they always sang about. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you've you've been moving into a new apartment, which I can mm-hmm. kind of see behind yeah. you right now. You yeah. have a new light, a new bookshelf, or it might not be a new bookshelf, but <laughs> it, it's a bookshelf I haven't seen. So <laughs> yeah, you've had a whole new view on everything since yes. I rearranged where all my furniture goes. Exactly. <laughs> So how 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 is the moving been? It's been okay. Uh, I really like my new place. I'm super close to work. I love the actual apartment and the grounds the apartment is on. I actually have a view That's now. Fantastic. Oh, nice. It's yeah. It's just getting settled into a new place and finding where like what box I put all my stuff in. So it's, it's a process, and I'm like 80% done, and I want to get the rest done as soon as possible so that then I don't have to worry about it anymore. I can yeah. actually, like, relax in my little book nook that I'm building. The book nook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you have to make sure all the boxes were labeled right. Like, you mm-hmm. open up one that says DVDs, and you have to hope it's not the the Tupperware. God damn it! What you know? How did that happen? <laughs> Who did this? DVDs were what I unpacked first. They were like the least necessary thing, but I'm like, well, I know what to I do have with to them. Display my collection. <laughs> I just take them out of the box and put them on the shelf, and that's one very easy thing that I can complete. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Fantastic. Um, well, we have been holding the fort down, me and J- mm-hmm. Jess. Uh, it's it's been fantastic. Uh, she uh, would have loved to be on more episodes, but she just got a new job. Awesome! Yes. Too yes. Um, so if uh, I I was gonna say if you ca- caught the episode of the Captain's Log where she mentioned that, but unfortunately that episode never actually came out. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she has mentioned it since then, I think. But yeah, I'm happy for her that she got a new job. Um, she's still working on questionable commentary. Uh, I'm working on some music for that. Mm. Uh, so things are moving along, and fingers crossed, everything will be done and ready to start coming out at the end of the month. Good. Um, so yeah, hope, hope, hopefully things work out with that. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, and then I've been playing Spider-Man. Yes, which you've been I, very excited about this I, for I a have long been time. Very excited. I, you mentioned that you got to see your br- brother play some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was talking about it a little bit with Eric uh, on the Captain's Log, um, and it's really fun. It's so good. I love it. Good. Yeah, I, I think the game says I'm, I'm like 70% done with the game. Wow. Uh, but 
I don't know if that's like 70% of the story mode mm-hmm. or like the game in its, it, 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 in its entirety. Uh, so I have yet to figure that out, but I'm taking my time with it, getting all of the of the c- collectibles and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's fun. It's good. Good. But we are here to talk about uh, a couple of movies this 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 week. Two anime m- 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 movies. I guess you could call them animated. I guess that's yeah. just semantics. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, it's anime but it's kind of a computer graphic style yeah uh, the the studio one of the studios that made this polygon pictures <coughs> excuse me um they've done a c- couple other shows for netflix and it's in that same style okay uh, it's uh they did knights of sidonia and ajin was the other one and uh actually we have an old episode of the whatnots podcast covering ajin so okay. that's pretty cool if you guys want to go dig that up um but yeah we are here to talk about godzilla yes one and two mm-hmm. uh not to be confused with the original godzillas one and two if there are <laughs> two like sequel things i'm i'm not a huge godzilla fan so no. i don't i haven't seen the originals mm-hmm. um but i i put this on the list because i like godzilla yeah I, I like the aesthetic of like the like japanese monster kaiju films mm-hmm. like those are really cool to me um but i've never really dived into anything godzilla uh, so I don't know too much, but this seemed different to yeah. me. Yeah. This is like a sci-fi futuristic take on Godzilla, which is like not what I expect when I think of Godzilla. So mm-hmm. I was like, huh, maybe I'll put this on there. And there's two of these movies, so it's, it's, it's a good chunk um, I think there's gonna be at least a third one. Yeah. Um, and besides that, I don't know. It's gonna be a wild ride. But you were the one that <laughs> picked it. Yes. Uh, so is that kind of a similar reason to why you picked it? When I was a kid, I loved the American Godzilla movie, and it's something I still have a soft spot from, like, for. 1998 ish yeah starring matthew broderick jean renault and two of the voice actors from the simpsons yes i remember i had godzilla (laughs) band-aids that's the only thing i remember about that movie (laughs) that's good merchandise yeah. I loved that movie when I was a kid and I rewatched it in the last couple years and I still have such a soft spot for it, but I also realized what in the world in this appealed to an eight year old girl. Like there I don't understand why I like it, but I still like it. It's funny. <laughs> and I I thought it was about time that I see more authentic Japanese Godzilla. Okay. Yeah. I I, I hesitate to call this authentic 
Japanese yeah, Godzilla, but yeah, it's it's not Godzilla the way I thought it might be, but it it, it is at least from Japan, and yes, I felt like I owed the big guy that much to like watch a production of him from his own home country. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if if you guys are wondering, this is on Netflix. Uh, I believe it's a Netflix original. Yeah. Uh, stuff. Netflix original series of movies. It says Netflix original series on the thing, but it, it's yeah. really just two movies so mm-hmm. far. Um, but but yeah, so you guys can find it on Netflix. Just type in Godzilla and they will pop up. Um, it's interesting. So let, <laughs> let's 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 break the synopsis down. Yeah. It, we mentioned it's kind of a sci-fi take. It starts off fairly normally. It's very obvious they live in a world that's a little bit more technologically advanced mm-hmm. than we are. Um, but yeah, it's kind of the thing where just one day monsters show up. They start wreaking havoc on the world. Uh, and then eventually here comes big bad Godzilla. And he is like the king of kaiju, and mm-hmm. he it, it basically destroys he, all of <laughs> humanity. Uh, yeah, he's that destructive that he can basically take o- 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 over the entire world. And so, kind of as that's happening, to humanoid alien species come mm-hmm. down to, to Earth, and we're like, hey, we're humans too. We're going to help you <laughs> defeat Godzilla. Yeah. And that's the plan, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And so in in like a last-ditch last di- effort to survive, they go out, out in space. And they're like, hey, if we go out in space and then come back down to Earth, a lot of time will have passed, and then maybe Godzilla will be gone. And we can t- 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 take Earth back. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the plan, and that's kind of the setup, which seems like it would be the plot of like the, the entire thing. But <laughs> like that is that is the setup for how this yeah. thing starts, which is cr- crazy. Yeah, this this is not not at all what I expected when when the aliens sh- when the when when the when the alien show showed up what mm-hmm. went through your mind oh man i think i didn't even put it together until the second movie that those there were aliens among us it's i thought it those guys brief. just had weird eyebrows <laughs> yeah, i didn't know they were like, not of earth it's <laughs> yeah like it's it's one of those things where they just mentioned oh by the way aliens came to yeah. earth on Two separate locations, and it's two different species, but they're mm-hmm. humanoid. They're basically, they look and think and act like humans. So we yeah. just accepted them into society. Yeah, like there's like, the guys oh, with the... Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. There's the guys with the weird eyebrows, but then there's that blonde guy who I was like, I guess I missed it. Like I watched the first movie with subtitles on, in the original uh-huh. Japanese, and it like, I think I must have like just glanced away from the screen whenever that happened. Because when it comes up in the second movie, I'm like, "You've been an alien this whole time. You look like just a guy." 
who directed this? Is it M. Night Shyamalan? What the hell? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's... So, the, I, I guess the distinction between the two alien species is that mm-hmm. one is a lot more religious. Yeah. And they have this god that kind of tells them cryptic messages from time to time mm-hmm. on this, like, iPad-like device. Um, and it's... Well, I... I yeah, I guess it's cryptic messages. They they call it more of an oracle. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so like they're they're this more kind of religious sect. Um, I I think it's it's <coughs> it's m- more so that like their science went in a completely like different direction than everyone mm-hmm. else it's not like a a practical science for the advancement of humans it's just like we put all of our thought and work into this god that can predict the future and mm-hmm. then the other species is the more like technologically advanced like hey we know machines we can build weapons that work we can uh they're they're more the industrial like things we built with our with our own two hands yeah uh and then there's good old human beings (laughs) that have no special powers Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but yeah that's it's it's a wild start to yeah to this version of Godzilla crazy stuff do you have mm-hmm. anything else you want to add to the synopsis uh or or stuff like that before we move on no i think that's that's good that's the basics that you need to know about this thing is that humanity goes into space for what they think is like 20 years and when they get back to Earth because of uh, time dilation, real interstellar type of stuff, it's been 20,000 years. Yeah. Well, it's that thing with, like, you go up into space, like, sh- sh- straight up and come back d- d- down. More time on Earth has p- passed yeah. than it has for you. So for them, it's only been, like, 22 years. But for Earth, it's been, like, 20,000 Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they, yeah, when they come back to, 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 to Earth, it's completely different. Um, yeah. Wild stuff. What did you think? Like, now that you've seen these, these two, two movies, what is your general impressions? I liked them. I was always interested to keep watching them and see what was going to happen next. And I think it was a very interesting take on Godzilla. I would have liked mm-hmm. to have seen something more traditionally kaiju against civilians. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, I, I like the different take. I like that they're exploring it. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun watching this. I think visually, the the yeah. film is a lot of fun to look at and yeah. just explore. Um, and I, but the, I, I think the one kind of major critique that I have is I didn't feel like it needed to be Godzilla. 
Exactly. Yeah, this, this could, could be... have been just any monster, any mm-hmm. alien species, it, just whatever. It didn't have to be Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I don't know. Again, like I haven't really seen very many other Godzilla stuff, so I mm-hmm. don't know what the usual themes are, or what the messages are behind yeah. that. Um, and and so I don't I don't know how well exactly this movie plays with those themes in particular, but mm-hmm. it like I I always got the impression that Godzilla represented like a certain not not aspect of humanity. Oh, whoops we we lost you for a Oof. sec there. Your camera switched. Uh, Where did it go? It got covered up. By the stuff, I can still ah. hear you, and I can still see oh, that's you. It's crazy. just the wrong camera right now. Why did it switch to my <laughs> other camera? Now yeah. it turned your camera on. Okay, there we go. Now we're back. Weird, weird. Mm. Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah. So I don't know exactly mm. how well this movie plays with those traditional additional Godzilla themes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I guess I'm... I, 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 I guess I've always felt like Godzilla kind of represented a certain, like, viewpoint or mm-hmm. way to see the world, right? Yeah. Um, and you know what, this, uh, well, let's go ahead and kind of dive into spoiler territory stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you have not uh, watched the days yet and what we have been talking about has inter- interested you, go check them out. Um, they're on Netflix, Godzilla 1 and 2. They are anime films with more of a sci-fi to- twist. Uh, but we're about to dive into spoilers. I do have real quick housekeeping before oh. we dive into that. Let me uh, mention these things real fast. We have all our RSS feed stuff fixed, so you can now go subscribe to the review show, uh, the Captain's Log, and the Reactor Core all separately. Uh, so go do those and resubscribe if you need to. Uh, but we could really, really, really use your help now that we have all those feeds fixed to get some new iTunes reviews. That's kind of how iTunes works. We're a lot more visible. The more reviews we have, the more current those reviews are. And with these new feeds, we now have a big fat zero <laughs> amount of reviews. So we could use your guys' help. Uh, and last but not least, if you guys could follow us on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, you guys can watch these live streams on our website at uh, thewhatnots.com slash live streams. But that's really just our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash thewhatnots. So go give us a follow there. And if you guys look up um, the Whatnots podcast on YouTube, you can find our channel there. There you go. That's That's, that's your... Uh, spoiler warning, housekeeping stuff. Um, basically, what I was about to say before that, um, 
was this this idea that I I, I think Godzilla kind of represents a uh, like a certain way to view the world, mm-hmm. or view humanity, right? Um, back in World War Two, when we dropped the atomic bombs, both uh, like the Western world and the Eastern world viewed it very differently. Uh, in 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 terms of like how we reacted in the the stories and fiction that came out of that, mm-hmm. uh, here in America you start to see superheroes, people who <laughs> gain all sorts of incredible powers due to radiation and like mm-hmm. nuclear waste and stuff like that. Uh, whereas in Japan, it's these giant monsters that are attacking and destroying their their cities. Um, and so it, it kind of represents this, like, achievement of man, uh, it, that is kind of destroying the world, but it's one that we can't control, mm-hmm. really. It's, 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 it's become this monster. Um, and I think they briefly start to touch on that in the second film here, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's, it's not. It doesn't sound like it's what we 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 were expecting. Yeah, and what you're talking about with the, you know, we asked if we could, we never asked if we should, like scientific folly yeah. of man sort of theme <coughs> is what the American Godzilla works with. That's all about. Um, it's less Japan centric, so instead it's like America doing, uh, or I guess a lot of different countries because you've got Jean Renault involved from France, uh, just various bomb testings on islands where they like mutated a Komodo dragon to become the size of Godzilla. That's the backstory in the American version. So I wonder if maybe they just looked at this and they're like, well, every we've, we've done it. We've done like the radiation and like scientific testing gone beyond the capability of man themes so much why don't we put those on the shelf for right now? Why don't we tell a bit more of a a clean and simple sci-fi story that isn't so directly tied to that piece of history? Maybe they just wanted to give it a break for a little while. I don't know. Because I feel like this movie was missing a lot of the usual Godzilla things. A lot of things mm-hmm. that like I would have liked to have seen. But also, if I want to see them, I know there's... I know, probably two dozen other movies I can go to that will yeah. have them. And yeah. I do kind of like that this movie did go for something so completely different from the genre. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, at least it's not repetitive. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it just... it. I, I think ultimately it does start to dive into that. Because <clears throat> there's... There's the conflict between the guy who ends up kind of being the main character, um, mm-hmm. and he Captain, what was it? I forget his name. His name is like Haro or something like that. And then I don't remember his last name. Who knows? Yeah, Haro um, was the main but, guy. Yes, and. The, he he kind of has a conflict at one point with one of the alien species, and I don't know how to p- pronounce their no. name uh, as usual because I'm terrible with n- names. 
mm-hmm. um, and they're, they're I, I in my mind I saw like I was reading the subtitles and I saw the word and it was like that is too complicated to read right now especially <laughs> at the p- pace that I need to actually read yeah. this to figure out what's happening so I knew it started with a B and it mm-hmm. looked like Bushido so I just I'm calling yeah. them the Bushido in my mind even though that's totally not it yeah um but they had a moment in the second film where they kind of revealed that they that that species views Godzilla as the pinnacle of man's achievement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they are I, I forget if he said they're wanting to improve on that with Mecha Godzilla mm-hmm. or something but yeah there is this idea that it is because of man's achievements in science in technology it brought on these monsters and so it is a direct result of your achievements that this happened so kind of therefore godzilla is man's greatest achievement Mm -hmm. um and that that was an interesting thing. They don't really dive into it much, at least in these two films, but they mm-hmm. do touch on that. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think that's kind of one of the discourses I was hoping or expecting them to have a little bit more. Yeah. Like, yes, we created a monster, but we created something. Look look at how big it is. Look at our big boy that all of us made together. A big, beautiful boy. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, d- d- we, we kind of mentioned our, our, our general thoughts. Let's, you know, let's start di- diving into the characters. And son. Okay. Um, what what did you think of the main character? I liked how he seemed to be just a pretty regular guy. Like he seemed fairly high ranking in whatever kind of military organization they had going, but he wasn't like a hot shot. He wasn't like a rising star. He seemed to be. Yeah competent and respected but not super anyone special and i like that he got where he is just because he cares about everything so much and he like makes it known and he's really got this personal goal to try and get back to earth and then i don't know if this is also something you got but in the the very beginning there's that little flashback to him as like a little kid and he's being taken away from his parents and he's being taken away from earth he's just being thrown on a spaceship that's leaving and he spends his life out in this miserable dystopian space trying to get back to earth and i'm like that's how the movie titan ae starts I mean, it's it's a, like a generic sci-fi. Yeah. Like, oh, this ending, we must go to space. Yep. You know? Um. So I I looked up his name. His name is Captain Haru, Haru uh, Sakaki. Mm-hmm. I believe. Um. I believe that's how you pronounce it. That um, sounds right. Yeah. So. 
I, I, I liked him. I, I think he's kind of in the middle of everything mm-hmm. is, is a good way to describe him. And he's being pulled in multiple different directions. Um, he has the, like, hey, I'm just a normal, like, oh, he, he has the, like, revenge story for him. Like, this is my mm-hmm. earth. I was born here this monster came and destroyed it i want to now defeat the monster and take her back and so that's his ultimate goal but then yeah there's kind of the philosophical debate of like hey there's the the and i i saw this on the wikipedia too there's Mm -hmm. the religious aliens who are known as the exif um Mm -hmm. and they they like they're kind of hinting at he like you have this greater purpose like it it, that there there is this kind of religious aspect to things you might end up being the savior so so to speak so there there is a more reverent side of things because if i'm not mistaken there's like godzilla tv shows where godzilla is more a like a like we're your friend like hey godzilla thanks for saving us like (laughs) gee whiz godzilla i didn't know you'd show up today Um, like godzilla is almost like that old incredible hulk tv show where like he's this weird green wandering monster but sometimes he helps you (laughs) (laughs) um no but more of the godzilla is a protector role because um you know it's this big monster thing that they don't necessarily understand and it will destroy you maybe if we praise it and we try to befriend it like it will be our ally which is Mm -hmm. kind of i mean after after that look at japan now their industry is technology yeah, like, more so than here in in America, um, which which is why you then have stories. I'm a big sci-fi fan, so mm-hmm. it's like, which is why you then see stories like Ghost in the in the in the in the Shell, which is a uniquely Japanese story based off of their technological boom like that can mm-hmm. only happen because that's what happened in japan um which is why the american movie didn't work um mm-hmm. but uh yeah so like i mean it it there there's multiple aspects to godzilla and he's kind of in the middle am i the savior am i this destructive force who's gonna destroy godzilla am i Mm -hmm. do do i need to view godzilla as this great achievement that we did is is this in fact my fault you know i mean it's not necessarily his fault exactly or specifically but just like me as a member of humanity is is this my fault you know um and then in the second film, we get the, 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 like the end of the film where he has to make a choice. Like, do I save the girl that I kind of like who said she would follow me anywhere I go? Mm-hmm. Or 
do you know, you know do I destroy Godzilla, but destroy all my f- friends and loved ones in the process? Yeah. Um. So yeah, wild stuff. But I I I like where he's 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 at though. Mm-hmm. Um. Did 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 you? have any other characters that stood out i i kind of made a conscious choice when i started these i could kind of tell from the beginning what kind of story we were going into like there's going to be a lot of cores of like soldiers and scientists and fairly like stock archetypical characters some like i'm not paying a lot of attention to characters on this round like i made that conscious choice like just let that flow over you. Just focus more on, like, the kind of the visuals of what they're doing and, like, the structure and the aesthetics and the theme and the atmosphere and tone and things like that. I, yeah. I was like, I don't have the energy in me this week to remember anybody's names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm just naturally bad at names, so I never remember them anyways. If I put my yeah. mind to it, I can do it. But I decided just to not put my mind to it this week. Yeah, but no, I you, think I... you make a good point, yeah. though. This is more of an action, yeah, film where it's like, hey, let's let's come up with a plan to defeat this giant monster mm-hmm. and let's enact the plan. Let's make it work. Um. So, yeah. So if 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 the characters were not the things you were paying attention to what what stood out to you what what is something that that you're like man i gotta talk about this i was thinking more about just humanity as a whole's uh relationship with godzilla because one thing that has really stuck with me from that 90s american godzilla Mm -hmm. is just how it's so much about regular people on the street and how they have to deal with this problem and there's a scene where like one of the main characters needs to go to like his girlfriend's house and like talk to her or get something from her and her house is like their apartment i guess they're in like you know downtown new york city her apartment is just crammed with people and he's like what are, what are all these people doing here and she's like well their homes got destroyed what are they supposed to do be out on the street in the middle of all this yeah. and it's just everybody's like crowded around a tv <laughs> and it's got this almost like party atmosphere like which i imagine it would like that's such a crazy thing to have happened like you can sob or you can laugh like we're gonna attack by a giant dinosaur i made dip <laughs> <laughs> like they're just all crowded around the TV, like watching the news and eating a bunch of snacks. The three bean dip. Yeah, and like they've got a snack spread, like it's the Super Bowl or something. And there's like kids running around and like playing games, and it's this little like chaotic pocket in the middle of this like destroyed town. But it's kind of a warm chaotic pocket, and like that like scenario has pocket? stuck with me. Hey, we have those too. <laughs> they're by the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, and I wanted more of that. I wanted, one thing I really missed from this movie was, like, civilians and, like, a city getting destroyed. Like, except for very briefly at the beginning where they're setting up the story for the whole thing. Like, when they're mostly dealing with Godzilla, there's practically no buildings and there's not really any civilians. And I want him to just, like, knock a skyscraper over and almost hit a bus. (laughs) 
I want that, like, normal person dealing with a crazy problem and just the very practical things of, okay, where do I even go? Where am I physically supposed to be at when this thing could be anywhere around me? Yeah. Like, how do you immediately survive? Not like in the long term, you know, where will we grow grow crops and will we have enough medicine for everybody? But more like, hey, can I get under a roof that's not going to collapse? Yeah. Is this is this based off of a manga or anything? I don't know. I didn't really I look into the past of it. I'm looking on uh Wikipedia. It's the first blah 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 the film was released. No, I don't think so. I I think this is an original mm-hmm. thing. Um I I'm wondering that because it, like it, 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 it kind of to me felt like it was based off of a manga, or mm-hmm. they had some idea for like a bigger story with more detail about the characters and stuff like that. Like it felt like this was kind of a truncated version of whatever mm-hmm. the story was that they were trying to tell. And I, I, I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way, um, but I like I'm I'm more so wondering if there were like if there was things that got cut out that we didn't get to see, but apparently not. Um, <laughs> so that being said, I I kind of want to like I I think I kind of would have liked to see a B plot uh, where it's people still on Earth after the yeah. majority of them have l- left our space and these are the ones that need to survive mm-hmm. on on earth cuz we know from the end of the first movie to the second film there are humans still on earth or humanoid yeah. things uh so what are their story they've been here for 20,000 years yeah like how does that work do you, you know I don't necessarily need to know their story, but if you mm-hmm. go back to when everything first happened, yeah, and, ev- and everyone just l- left, you can still k- 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 keep that uh, that kind of surprise that when they get back to Earth twenty thousand years after this, there's mm-hmm. still people there, right? So if you have like some kind of side plot, um like of you know just of someone trying to survive in this post-apocalyptic now godzilla rolled earth i think that would be really interesting and that would be that hey here i am a normal person trying to survive yeah this thing and i i don't know if i can think of another story that's quite like that that is post-apocalyptic where the apocalypse is a kaiju like there's uh, what's the J.J. Abrams thing that oh, he's now Cloverfield? doing? Yeah. Yeah, That's I guess... kind of it. I mean, I've it always... ha- has a mix of genres and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I've only but... seen the first Cloverfield, the original one, but I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about Pacific Rim, and that's more like mid-apocalypse, like just on the verge of things are becoming an apocalypse. They, they, well, they can they cancel the apocalypse, as Idris Elba says, so that's no longer a problem <laughs> for them. But, like, I've never seen any, like, it's always after nuclear war, after zombies. I've never seen after really big dinosaur. And I'm interested in how, I'm not a fan of dystopias, but I'm curious how that dystopia would be different than other dystopias. Yeah. 
that'd be that'd be an interesting thing to explore. I wonder if Jurassic Park will ever go down mm. that road instead oh. of just like, hey, there's a bigger dinosaur. Now we have to <laughs> find a bigger park to put that one in, you know? Because uh, <laughs> that's thing... totally the plot of Jurassic World <laughs> and stuff like that. I know, I know. Yeah. One thing <laughs> I, I did really like about, I think my favorite story turn in this series of movies where when they is when they first get back to Earth and they see that Godzilla is still there, but it's so long they don't know. Like, they know it is a Godzilla, but yeah. they don't know if that's the Godzilla, their that Godzilla. They're like, is this a descendant of Godzilla? Or has Godzilla, like, lived this long for 20,000 solid years? Or has Godzilla gone into hibernation for centuries at a time? And he just comes out every once in a while, and we've got him during one of the awake periods. I like how they don't know what they're fighting. Like, they know enough. They're like, okay, we've seen this type of a creature before we know how to fight it but they don't know its origin they don't know if they've they're, seen it before they're kind of leaning on the side though that that is the same one that destroyed yeah. earth and they're like it mm. looks it walks like a duck it yeah. talks like yeah. a duck <laughs> you know um but yeah the the twist at the end of that first film is then that's a small one <laughs> uh-huh. like you guys basically just wiped out half of your military destroying that one and mm-hmm. that's a baby godzilla you know yeah. <laughs> there's one that's like three times the size <laughs> yeah the size of mount fuji or whatever and i wish we i know it's like twenty thousand years in the future and like earth has morphed so much but i kind of wish we knew like geographically where we were yeah. throughout most of the story like is this what japan has become like what landform are they, we on they i i think they mention it kind of briefly but okay you have to put some puzzle pieces together to kind of mm-hmm. figure it out so yeah it's one of those ones like i'm not really sure exactly where yeah. they are um because i mean you see pictures of godzilla in japan and in paris and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so he 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 knows how to get around he has some some frequent flyer miles (laughs) built up or something yeah Uh, it just made me wonder like with the uh, the the last godzilla we see the massive godzilla i stretch my whole arms out as wide as they can be and he's wider than that (laughs) with the biggest godzilla like is he so big that if you go to the other end of the earth, is it like, well, he'll walk here in three months and then we'll be in trouble? Like, how do you, yeah. can, is he so big that you can no longer share anywhere on the planet with him? Like, is there anywhere you can go and like be safe from Godzilla? Or is it like, okay, as long as he's on earth, like nobody can do anything. What's that song? I, th- I think it was a song we learned in church when i was a kid <laughs> he's got the whole world in his hands not that one <laughs> now you just made me think of what, what was it rocket man rocket man uh, he's got the whole world <laughs> in german everybody <laughs> um no uh there was some song it might not be a ch- church song maybe it is uh but it, it it's it's kind of the same t- 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 
tune, I think, as that. It's like, so high, can't get over it. So low, can't get under it. So wide, can't get yeah. around it. Can't go through that door. Yeah. Oh, uh, we, call, we called it Building Up the Kingdom. There we go. And it was like, Building Up the Kingdom, Building Up the Kingdom, Building Up the Kingdom of the Lord. Um, but it, like, you, you would repeat repeat the song and it would get like each verse you would get faster and faster but you just reminded me of that where it's like he's so tall you can't go over him he's so wide you can't go around him <laughs> you know um <laughs> like god weird, weird tangent sorry about that no no that, that connects to what they're talking about where godzilla is so big he is he is got like god's in his name yeah that's part one yeah um i i also liked I how hmm? go ahead no i also liked how god's the way they told this story where humanity has to flee earth and like be up in space for 20 years to be like maybe he'll die off by the time we get back and then they go back and like godzilla is the scourge and the bane of like an entire culture and an yeah. entire generation like it's not like you know oh godzilla came and attacked the city and like wrecked everything and we had to rebuild it and things were really bad for like two years like no mm-hmm. this has ruined your like your entire future your entire culture and i wondered if maybe this story was a more original sci-fi story with just any kind of a monster put in there. They're like, oh, you know, it's this huge monster that sort of affects the entire culture and somebody in the writer's room is like, eh, let's call him Godzilla for right now. Kind of a Godzilla-type monster. Because, like, Godzilla has that effect on actual humans. Like, yeah. he's the king of monsters for us, too, as well, even though yeah. he's not physically here fighting us. And I wonder if they, they just kept going with it. And they're like, well, why, why can't we just make it Godzilla? Like, can we ask... Toho, can we ask the Godzilla people? Can we make this a Godzilla story? Because we've just been using Godzilla as like our own personal cultural shorthand for I've the kind of effect we want this monster to have. Something like that before. Yeah. I, I, a long time ago, I was trying to develop a comic book with a, hmm. f- a, f- a friend of mine uh, who, for for a long time, actually wanted to be a c- comic book writer. Uh, so he was making pitches, he was writing stories all 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 the time. Um, and we were coming up with one that kind of had to do with with dreams and nightmares and the idea that in like in classical art nightmares are actually mm-hmm. represented by like physical like demons on your chest. And they they say that they're like constricting feeling that you get when you're in a yeah. nightmare is them on is them on your chest. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a re- really famous painting of it's called Nightmare. I forget who it's by, but it is this wo- woman with this like demon thing on her chest, Ooh. and in the back round there is a like a a horse head that has like popped in its its face in like from behind oh yeah i just googled nightmare painting i found what you're talking about okay um and so we were kind of playing on some of that stuff and how the (laughs) 
that these nightmare <laughs> creatures actually have like horse-like faces and stuff like that. Uh. That's why they're c- c- called nightmares and stuff like that. And there's a whole bunch of stuff actually about why it's actually called nightmare and it does stem from like the etymology of that does somehow go back to horses and stuff like that strange stuff um but we we didn't know what to call our dream world and so we kept calling it narnia because <laughs> it was like and then they go into this dream world thing that's kind of like narnia and you know <laughs> so yeah i i i, I can kind of see them doing something like that with godzilla where it's just like mm-hmm. we have this giant monster that's destroyed earth we don't know what it looks like or what to call it yet but it's kind of like godzilla right and that's just what they went with and it's like okay deadline is t- tomorrow shit it's godzilla <laughs> you know? so who knows who knows if that's what happened i mean were 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 you kind of thinking it's more of an afterthought like we we kind of mentioned it it didn't necessarily need to be no. godzilla Yeah, I wonder if maybe they were like, okay, let's do something so new with Godzilla. We're playing with none of the usual Godzilla tropes, and it's going to feel fresh and shiny and brand new. Or if it or if it was a more traditional, just original sci-fi story, and they're like, well, why not Godzilla? <laughs> like, oh, I feel like it had things missing, but again, Godzilla's history is so big, I could just go find that thing in another place. So I kind of appreciated... Yeah. Oh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. That's I'm, okay. Here's another theory. And again, we could be wildly off mm-hmm. with all of these. We're just spec- speculating. What if, yeah, it was more of an original thing. And as they were kind of testing it out and testing the story, like, people were just like, well, why don't you just make it Godzilla? It's already, yeah. like, a big giant... Like, why make up something new when you have mm-hmm. it right there, you know? Yeah. Um, could be the opposite thing, where they were like, we want it to be original, but everyone else kept thinking it's Godzilla, so <laughs> might as well just give the people what they want. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Do you want to talk about the art? Yes. I really liked the visuals for this series. It, the CGI thing is a little strange, but I got used to it pretty quickly. And I think the art suited the story they were telling really well, because it's so colorful and bright. Not in, like, a weird way, just in, like, oh, we're surrounded by, like, computers and things. And, like, there's a bright red readout, and there's a bright orange and a blue. Like, everything is just very brightly color-coded in their technology stations. And everything's got that, like, neon glow to it. Mm -hmm. And for a story that is as grim as this is, the visuals, like, really keep it from feeling like a bummer or anything. Like, the visuals kind of help keep things light. And I think that was a really nice choice. Yeah. I, I, I think with the, the computer animation, I think mm-hmm. it really lends itself to the sci-fi technology yeah. stuff. Um, I, 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 again, I'm a huge 
sci-fi nerd mm-hmm. um or a sci-fi fan i should say mm-hmm. i'm not super educated in all of that stuff but um it, it's it's one of those things where it's like i can't wait to live in the future where that stuff yeah. is a reality and that's what screens look like and all that stuff on the mm-hmm. other hand as a graphic designer i'm like fucking nightmare i can't understand any of this like there's the the scene when he's when they reach mecha godzilla city uh which is fantastic that they have a whole city that is basically mecha godzilla um but when they reach that city and they come up with a plan and he's like okay here's the plan and like the screens behind him pop up it's like do you that's your PowerPoint? You expect anyone to know how to decipher that? Like, there's <laughs> no way. Yeah. Like, I, there's no way that they know that and can understand that. Uh, you know, at, on like, okay, phase one of the plan. We do this, you know? It's like, uh, which chart are you pointing to? The, yeah. It's c- constantly moving and... Everything looks the same. <laughs> yeah, and everything, it all just blends in together. It looks yeah. neat. <laughs> it looks mm-hmm. like a, c- 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 a cool plan. Yeah. But I don't know if it actually is a plan. Hee <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like, it, it, it looks visually stunning. Um, you, you, you said this was little bit of a strange thing to kind of get used to but you did talk to Mm -hmm. me more about that what were you expecting uh the style to be i don't know i think when you told me it was 3d i was thinking more like I don't know. Green Lantern, the animated series. I'll throw that out as an okay, example which, of like the by kind the way, of 3D. is a very underrated show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm so <laughs> mad that it's not around anymore. And what this style actually reminded me of is, I don't know if you ever saw this, but there is a Tron Uprising cartoon on Disney XD a couple it. years ago. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that, especially with like how many neon lights we're, we're working with here. Yeah. yeah, everything's just sort of, like, it would look fine and still, and then, like, somebody would move, and I don't know, it's just that overly, like, smooth 3D motion that looks like, I, I don't know, too smooth. But like I said, it was a little odd sp- to begin with, but I got really used to it. What's the specs on your TV? Do you have, a like, a 1080 TV, or are you watching on your laptop, or something? I watch it on my TV. It, there, it says 1080. This thing is, like... okay. Uh, six years old now. That's fine. So you were probably watching on a TV very similar to mine. I didn't Mm -hmm. actually think it's all that fluid. There's certain Mm -hmm. things that are, but I I think, you know, the the big thing nowadays is 4K, and Mm -hmm. it's 60 frames per second. I don't think mm-hmm. it was at 60 frames. It felt mm-hmm. a little bit choppy to me. I, I think when I say fluid, it's like your features are just floating around on like the sea of your face shape. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> like it felt less anchored. I don't know. Yeah, because it, it, it d- d- does the thing where it's trying to mix the 3D with the like... Yes. 
line style of animation of that's it yeah 2d anime and so it's kind of a weird mix um i i i I watched knights of sidonia uh which i mentioned at the start of the of the show which polygon pictures i believe is the their name is the studio that does that type of Mm -hmm. animation for netflix and yeah it was it, it was a thing where like i watched the first episode and i was like oh god i don't like this at all <laughs> um and then it was it was just like a couple months after that i was like you know what i'll g- g- give it a second shot um and i did and i ended up really liking that show um but the animation it, it's one of those things it's it's not that i liked it i got used to it yeah and and then uh when we watched ajin it was more of like, oh, okay, I remember this from Knights mm-hmm. of Sidonia. I got used to it a lot faster. I'm still not 100% sold. However, in that, I think they had upped their game just a little bit. Because there's moments in that and in in this, in Godzilla, where it works perfectly. And the lighting looks fantastic, and it looks like... Mm-hmm. It, it it yeah it it just looks so good um but then yeah there's weird moments where it focuses on like a character's face and it just it's not working right i mean, yeah. I mean is is that is that kind of how how you felt like it had its moments where it looked yeah. really nice and then it had some where it's just like okay mm-hmm. like i loved every setting and every environment in the show Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think like there was some sort of lack of depth, lack of depth to the face. Like there'll be a real close, close up on Haruo, and it's just like a shape with features stuck to it. <laughs> I don't know, sure. which isn't like like I said, it it was just a little odd at first, and oh, it worked. I think it worked ultimately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it 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 worked, and I think with. Godzilla kind of being as big as he is like mm-hmm. that's it's and with as much detail too like I think that's the the thing that it really it, like it really needed some kind of 3D not yeah. not 2D yeah. animation because I think the scale really works of just like mm-hmm. he seems huge um like he and like the just the detail on his skin it seems t- textured in the right way uh it, it it looks fantastic and i i think it really helped to the like scale of destruction too like you mentioned you would have liked to see him destroy more skyscrapers and stuff and see that yeah from the perspective of like the every man yeah um, but i th- i think just looking at how big he is and what he's doing like he's much much bigger than these buildings like these buildings are tiny compared to to, to mm-hmm. him so when he swings his tail and all we get is this shock wave that kind of like goes over the surface of the earth it's because the destru- the destruction is so big that we're mm-hmm. not getting these small pebbles of sky scrapers <laughs> yeah. like He's actually destroying the 
earth mm-hmm. um which I, like that's one of the things at the end of the first one i was like wow i like the d- the destruction in yeah in in this like it, it makes me think like this is epic this is on scale to what i expect yeah. and, and then they're like and that's a baby godzilla bum, 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 <laughs> there's a bigger one no. um, and yeah i don't I, I, I know that was something that i i liked and i think the it, 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 animation worked really well for that mm-hmm. so yeah godzilla looked good yes he did he looked good he looked good. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Stuff no, that's I... on on your mind. <laughs> I, I I have one thing. Yeah, yeah. That I kind of want to briefly mention. What did you think of the soundtrack? The music in the background was that something you noticed? Really? No, I don't know if I noticed it at all. I usually don't don't notice soundtracks. It's not. I'm not okay. a very musically inclined person i very rarely like reach out like something very rarely hits me where i pick up on it and i notice it yeah i I don't was there one what did it sound like yes there there was a sound (laughs) from time to time uh usually more at the epic moments is when Mm. i noticed it yeah um but it it remind it it was strange because it was also one of those things is like that's not what i expect um I I I was expecting something a little more sci-fi, something a little more modern, something uh I, yeah, I I I guess just more like techno electronic type of stuff. Um you know, especially with all the technology and sci-fi aspects they have in this show. The soundtrack ended up reminding me more of like classic monster mm. movies. Uh, more like trumpets and big b- 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 brass sections and stuff like that. It 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 did c- kind of remind me of like what I would expect from old Godzilla films, old monster f- 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 films. So I really liked that. Um, I was like, this, this is actually really co- co- cool. I like it. Nice. Um, so yeah, k- kudos to them who ever worked on the soundtrack for these films. I liked it a lot. <laughs> so, last words, final thoughts. Uh, I liked it. If it, it's very different than a normal Godzilla story, so if you're very ingrained in kaiju and you want to see something different, this is a great option. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you are new to Godzilla, if this is the best thing to start with, but it's cool. It's just a sci-fi story, and it looks great. Like, if you just want a neat thing to put on at a party, this is probably a very good option. Yeah, it's it's a good, like, background. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we're having a halloween party or a kaiju party or something you can put this on in the back around mm-hmm. um and it, it 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 works good uh i yeah i i loved the sci-fi aspects of this uh as much as i liked it being godzilla i don't mm-hmm. think it necessarily needed to be yeah uh which is kind of a downside maybe 
depends on how you look at at it. Um, It looks like there is going to be a third movie, and it looks like they are going to be introducing uh, some other kaiju, kaiju finally. Oh, like Uh, Mothra or Gamera? did, Did you watch the end credits scene? Oh, was there? What well, was there? A post credits? Did it marvel us? At your TV. But I know I looked over. There's. There it's off. There's a... nothing there. <laughs> is, it, is it on the TV now? Um... <laughs> it snuck up on me. Uh, so both of these films had a post credits scene. Oh, the I end of the first one was uh, the main character waking up in the mm. hut of of the, the this like this earth creature humanoid thing mm-hmm. we don't really know who they are what they are but she had the mask on and it was him yeah. just being like what where am i and then there, you know you know it's this woman in in this mask um and so yeah like that was it was like oh there's people still on Earth. What in the world is happening, you know? Uh, and then the second one does kind of... It it reuses some sequences you already saw and does mm-hmm. kind of a flashback thing. Okay. Um, it, it gives you a little bit more context to that coin that uh, the religious people had. There was a coin mm. with... It, it, it was like a weird kind of not not a star but a shape with a lot of points yeah on it had a tiny bit more context with that and then that scene where uh uh, again i forget his name let me open up wikipedia if i still have it here it was on Mm -hmm. there um metfees i believe is his name uh Hmm. he was the religious uh alien the main one um and it's the scene where he where he whispers something to oh uh, yes yes don't hear what it was uh i i totally called it too i was like i bet i know what it is what Um, is it and so he mentioned it at the end of the scene you 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 get that scene once more and you get to hear what he says He's he's like, there's something out in space that makes Godzilla look like chump change, mm-hmm. uh, and so I think that's what the third movie is gonna be. They're gonna go summon this monster from out in space and have it come down and fight Godzilla, uh, and that's King Ghidorah. <gasps> I don't so, know if I know that one. I so I I have a weird relationship with the name King Ghidorah. The only reason I know it uh, is because one of my favorite rappers <laughs> does. Uh, he he has like I, I I wouldn't necessarily describe it as multiple personalities, but for the sake of uh, like his whole 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 stick, he has multiple pers- personalities, and he's released albums under each of them uh and so so mf doom uh if Mm. you've heard of him he he also goes by the name victor vaughn 
Um, and he also has released an album under King Ghidorah. How do I spell this? Because I'm trying to Google it, and it's not giving me anything that looks like what it's supposed to be. For King Ghidorah? Yeah. I think they pronounce it... Let me see here. I think they spell it... So they spell it weird... King Ghidra is spelled G-H-I-D-O-R-A-H. Ghidra, okay. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Hi. He's a big dragon. He's got three heads. And then MF Doom, the rapper that I was talking about, he spells it G-E-E-D-O-R-A-H. Okay. So he spells it a little bit differently. Um, but he's the reason that I kind of know the name. Yeah. And then from listening to other podcasts and stuff that have covered Godzilla stuff, um, I know that he comes from space. King Gadra comes from space. So when they were like, there's this thing out in space that like we should fear more than godzilla um i was like i bet it's king ghidra mm-hmm. and then at, at the end he was like it's ghidra and i was like yes ah. i knew it um yep, very so that is something to look forward to whenever netflix releases the third film in this series um yeah i think that's it though I think that's all I have to say. Yeah. Let's see. Sequels. Godzilla, blah, blah, blah. The second film of the trilogy, blah, blah, blah. The third and final film in the trilogy entitled Godzilla, the Planet Eater is scheduled to be (laughs) released November 9th, 2018. So not too far off. Okay. And the third film will be released and you guys can watch them all back to back to back. There you go. That's a cool weekend. That's that. <laughs> that was Godzilla one and two. Uh, Planet of it, it, the subtitles were Godzilla, Planet of the Monsters, and Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle. There you go. Yeah. Good stuff. Um. So yeah, let's move on to pitches for this next week, yes. Melissa. It's your first time back in like two mm-hmm. weeks, and <laughs> you are about to pitch some stuff to me so we can figure out what we'll do for this next week. Okay. So this week's pitches, and my pitches for the next three times I'm going to pitch after this are all going to be leading us up to Halloween. Oh, yes. That's so right. get ready to get spooked, Kyle. Is, uh, when, when is this? When is our next episode coming out? Do I have a calendar that I can pull? Up? Um, this is for recording on the sixteenth. Calendar, Google. Where's Google Calendar? Do I have a Google Calendar? Not okay. Google dot calendar. <laughs> I 
can't just like easily type it in. It's so stupid. <laughs> Google Calendar. There we go. Oh, where is my Google Calendar? Because last year we did like Halloween month and all of our <laughs> episodes um, in October were Halloween themed. Whoa, where am I? Mm-hmm. No, uh, go to t- today. September 9th. This episode is coming out on the 15th. Okay. I gotcha. I see what you're doing. Yeah. I see what you're doing here. Cool. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, yep. <clears throat> so I am starting off with young adult family friendly spooks. Sounds good. We're going to ease into this. So, submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, pitch number one is the movie Paranorman. This is a movie from 2012. This is a stop-motion animated film from Studio Leica. This was their follow-up to Coraline. And this is, I believe, an original story. And it's about a little boy named Norman who has this sort of family curse slash gift that he can talk to ghosts. And it's and he lives in this like New England town, and there's an uprising of like all these old uh, pilgrims and settlers, and he has to deal with how to quiet them and how to calm them. And it's a very emotional movie. Like it's not like we have to battle these ghosts. It's like why are these ghosts upset? And okay. so it's it looks great. It's spooky. The characters are really fun, and it's very—it's got a really great, sweet heart to it. I I remember when it came out, uh, and I always—I I don't necessarily mix them up, but mm-hmm. didn't it come out at the same time as Frank and Weenie? Around around that same. Oh, time? I don't know. Frank and Weenie might have been a. L- I could be wrong, but uh, I think those things probably were in like the same like two or three year period within each other. Those, yeah, maybe those. Two are kind of in my mind of like they're, mm-hmm. they're, it happened around the same time. Um, cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Paranorman. Yep. What's pitch and number two? Pitch number two is a TV series called Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. There you this go. This ran on Cartoon Network from 2010 to 2013. Season one is 26 half hour episodes. Okay. And this is a kind of reboot of Scooby-Doo where all the kids, they're still kids, they're all still teens, they all look the same, there's no like character redesigns or anything. Mm-hmm. They put, you know, Velma has barrettes in her hair. That's it. Uh, and they're they? all... <laughs> Hashtag not my Velma. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not like traveling around in the van. I mean, they've got the van, of course, but they're just going around town. They're in one town. They're in this spooky little place called Crystal Cove. And it's a lot about, like, the town mythology and the town lore Mm -hmm. and how a lot of the authority figures around the town aren't really being honest with the kids. And it's got more of a vibe of, like, um, oh, maybe, like, a Buffy or even, like, a Riverdale. But it's not, like, gritty. It's just... Is it still each, like, a a new mystery every episode, or is it kind of an overarching thing? It's, um, yeah, it's Monster of the Week with this sort of looming mythology kind of hanging over everything. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and so it's a little bit more mature, it's got more emotion to it, it's got a much deeper mythology, it's a lot creepier 
than any other Scooby-Doo you've seen, but it's not like a dark, gritty reboot sort of thing. And it looks (laughs) great. Okay. I think it's got really nice animation. Did you ever watch a pup named Scooby-Doo when you were a kid? Yeah. I fucking loved that show. It was great. This is the opposite of that. <laughs> there, okay. There's no red herring to be found. So what what, what was this one called again? Scooby-Doo this is Mystery called... Incorporated? Yep, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pitch number three. Pitch number three is something I don't know anything about. This is another Netflix original. This is an animated series called The Hollow, I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but Netflix keeps suggesting it to me, and I'm curious about it. It is uh, new this year. It's 10 episodes, about half hour each, another animated thing. So these are three animated young adult spooky adventures. And it is billed as three teens join forces to find a way home after waking up in a strange realm filled with magic portals, perplexing puzzles, and vicious beasts. So I watched the little trailer that Netflix will play with you, and it's got kind of a sci-fi aspect to it where it looks like they're, you know, jumping from set piece to set piece. Maybe like they're dimension hopping, trying to find their way home, figuring mm-hmm. out why they were taken away, why the three of them are together, where they are, and what their path back home is. That kind of seems like what it is. And like, I think the splash image, like the little thumbnail for the series or the three of them in like a spooky woods one yeah. of the foes they have to fight. They're in like a zombie world at one point. So this seemed uh, kind of Halloweeny. So that's why I threw it in there as pitch number three. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have uh, Paranorman. Mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated and The mm-hmm. Hollow. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, I'm... We just did a Netflix original, so I think mm-hmm. I'm going to pass on The Hollow. Mm-hmm. That does look pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so it's either Scooby-Doo or Paranormal. I kind of want to watch Scooby-Doo because I, I haven't watched <sighs> Scooby-Doo in forever, and I'm interested to see what they did with it. Kyle, you're in for a treat. This is... (laughs) I have seen all of this show, and I love it. I I didn't want to throw that out to you at the beginning of the pitch, but this is sincerely one of my favorite animated shows of, like, the last couple years. It's so great. That's funny. So you you mentioned it's a little bit creepier, but it's not the dark, gritty reboot. Yeah, yeah. uh, There's a comic book, and I don't know how good it is uh but it's called scooby apocalypse yes yes i have read the first couple of those i think i bought like the first eight and i've been wanting to pitch it to you thing in the world but i don't know like what a good cutout point is like i don't know like how many issues we're supposed to read and i couldn't find a lot of info on it i think i'll try again soon and see if there's been like a trade paperback released or something but yes i have read a couple issues of that thing it's also great I think it's the most ridiculous, like, let's do a dark and dirty reboot of Scooby-Doo. It works for me because I I love Scooby-Doo variants. I love it, you know, like the way there's people out there that are like, yeah, I'll watch any variant what's, of Alice in Wonderland, any variant of Wizard of Oz. Scooby, Scooby-Doo is that thing for what's, me. What's your take on Scrappy? Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> Where does he fall in the... 
uh, Scooby-Doo top 50 <laughs> timeline thing list. I like that he existed so that the first live-action movie could make him the surprise villain. That's worth it for me. What that totally movie did you. isn't fantastic. <laughs> That's so funny. <sighs> okay. There we go. I, I, I remember Scrappy-Doo. I never really liked him. It was mm-hmm. always one of the ones like, okay, if that's the only Scooby-Doo that's on, yeah. I'll watch that when I'm homesick from school, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd much rather watch a pup named Scooby-Doo in the original Scooby-Doo. <laughs> but who knows? Sounds good. Um, mm-hmm. So for next week, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. You said it's half hour long mm-hmm. episodes and there's 26 of them? Yeah, that's season one, and then season two. It was only a two episode, a two season show. It was designed to be that much. They didn't like okay. cut it off in the middle of a mystery. It's an entire self-contained we'll thing. Never of, know like... who that pesky dog was. <laughs> yeah, it's two twenty-six episode seasons. We're just watching the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good to me. I'm excited. So go watch that at home, wherever you can. Follow along. Um, and we will be back next week talking about that. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys can join us live here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thewhatnots, or you can go to our website at thewhatnots.com slash livestreams, and you can catch us next Sunday at noon Eastern time, uh, live streaming that. If you cannot make the live streams, that is A-OK. We put... We put this up on YouTube and as a podcast the following week. Uh, and all of our RSS feeds are already fixed. I mentioned that, so go subscribe to the review show. Go subscribe to the Captain's Log. And go subscribe to the Reactor Core, um, which we need to do an episode of the Reactor Core soon. It's been a while since we've done that. We'll have to find something that mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a couple of us might have seen. Um, actually, I wonder where Belinda is in Spider-Man. Ooh, yeah, you guys could do Spider-Man. Yeah, maybe Jams can join us on that as well. I'll let him know, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so go subscribe to all of the, 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 the those or just the ones you want to. And if you like this show or any of the other shows that we do, you can find us on patreon.com slash the whatnots and you can give us all of your life savings because we would greatly mm-hmm. appreciate that. It will keep the lights on, keep the mics on. We can keep making this show uh, and hopefully expand and make more shows, make better shows, uh, get better e- 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 equipment and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would be fantastic. Uh, you can join for as little as a dollar, and you can get some pretty cool perks, like early episodes. That's always fun. Good, good mm-hmm. fun. Uh, but yeah, that is it. Melissa, where can the people find you on the World Wide Web? You can find me on Twitter at WilkyWit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. You've got that n- nailed now. You've been, you've been <laughs> I doing know, it I've from been week, week to week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could still do it after not doing it for like two weeks. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I am online on Twitter at Hush315. 
and you can find updates for all of our shows at the whatnots on twitter as well uh go check out our website too we have a really nifty website where we post all of our episodes uh there's articles and reviews and stuff like that uh i normally do a like month in review thing and i did not do one for this last month so Mm -hmm. i'm slacking on that uh i might get it up late or i might just do double duty at the end of this month uh but yeah we are expanding our website as well so go check it out the whatnots.com and that is it this has been the review show episode 24 we will see you guys next week adios bye